0: Five years ago, on a hot, wet night in summer, Mr. Clean and Wolf are running with a team on a data steal. Their mission is past its apex, and they're simply leaving the scene of the robbery on their way to meet the Johnson. It's on this night that they set in motion the chain of events which would bring them to the point of collapse. Hunted by mercenaries, Price on their heads, put there by an angry brother. The alleys of Auburn were wide, more like low traffic streets than back alley hideaways. The team moved with purpose, weapons at the ready, Mr. Clean taking point, his rifle up as he scanned for possible threats.
1: We're going to be in for one
2: hell of a payday with this. We aren't out of the woods yet. Everybody stay sharp and think about surviving more than creds right now. Clean, you're always so, I don't know, there. I mean, I love it, really, but come on, man.
1: Enigma says we're clear of any security alerts, and Sirens got us covered with the magic, don't you, baby?
2: I'm surprised you survived this long. Just lucky, chum. There is no luck, only skill.
0: The team continues on their way towards the exfiltration point when they come across another group of runners. Tensions are high as neither group knows exactly what to expect.
2: Oh, hey, Wolf. I didn't know you guys were here doing a job in
1: this area. What's up, man? Yeah, data steal. Oh, shut up! Oh come on! They're just noobs.
2: Wait, it wasn't a data steal at the Phoenix Alchemy, was it? Something about formulas?
0: At the mention of the details of their job, Mr. Clean, now joined by Enzo at the front, tense up. The grip on their weapons getting tighter. Both men watch the other team of runners. Calculating which ones to shoot first should situation escalate into combat.
1: Yeah, it was. Let me guess, you guys got the same job, huh?
2: Damn it! Yeah, I told you something about the jauntin' was off. Hey, whoa! Hold on a second. So what does this mean? It means they already did the job, Felix. They're on their way to get paid. We weren't fast enough. Oh hell no! I did not do all that work just to not get paid. Win some, lose some, kid. This time, you lose. Hey, screw you, kitchen cleaner! I put in the work. I get paid. That's how this goes.
0: Felix's outburst is only adding more tension to the situation. His teammates try to calm him down, not wanting to get into a fight with the team of more experienced Shadowrunners. Wolf, also not wanting to see this devolve into violence, steps forward.
1: Hey, look. We all gotta eat, right? I agree with, uh, it was Felix, right? Yeah, I agree with you that when I put in the work, I should get paid. But since we did all the work, I can't just hand this over and let you get paid for doing nothing. So, how about this? We'll pay you a cut of what we made. It's not coming out of my share. I'll take it out of mine. That way, everybody gets something. What price did Johnson tell you? 35K, right? We're getting seven grand a piece. So, how about. How about I pay the four of you $1,500 and we call it even.
0: Wiz? Wolf produces his comlink, and and Trap, the other team's face, does the same and they begin the short process of making the exchange. But Felix is not happy at all with this turn of events.
2: Nah, it ain't Wiz, dog. I was promised seven grand for this job and I ain't getting less than seven grand. Felix, shut up. Be happy we're getting anything at all. Felix, don't mess with them. They kill people for looking at them all. God damn, that rumor's still going around. Look,
1: kid. I don't have to be nice to you guys. I can just as easily walk away from all this and let you all starve. I'm trying to be a chum here.
3: Frag
2: you! You ain't no chum! I'll take that fragging data from your corpses!
0: Felix draws his pistol and Ares Predator, points it at Wolf who hasn't had the time to react to anything that has happened yet. Before his eyes get even the chance to go wide with the surprise, a burst of fire from his assault rifle rings out. Felix's chest convulses as five small crimson explosions erupt. He drops to the concrete of the alley, dead. Blood soaks into his t-shirt and mixes with the rainwater beneath him as it drains from his lifeless body. Mr. Clean, his movements rapid, almost jittery from the high-rating wired reflexes, kicks the pistol away from the body, his rifle still leveled at the younger runners before him.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's clear. Clean. It's clear. Calm down.
0: Mr. Clean lowers his rifle and deactivates the wired reflexes with a shutter. Wolf quickly finishes the transaction with Rat Trap, and the team of experienced runners quickly ushers the younger team on their way. Neither wants to be around when Lone Star arrives.
1: All right, look, John, when my partner gets here, it won't be good. So please tell
4: me what we did to you. His name was Michael, but his team called him Felix.
1: Felix. I know that name.
4: Yeah, who are you to him? I'm his older brother, and you and Mr. Clean are the sons of bitches who killed him. That's why I want you dead.
1: Your brother pulled a gun on me. Didn't you ask any of his teammates? They would have to back up the story. Clean shot your brother
4: to protect me. I spoke to his teammates, but I didn't need to. I already knew what had to be done. I couldn't touch you in the shadows even with my team. Clean was far too secretive. I couldn't track him and believe me, I spent five years and lots of money trying to. You were protected by your circle of friends and contacts. One man I couldn't find and the other protected by a wall of loyal friends. So I became a public servant, moved up in the world and made money. When I had enough, I hired these mercenaries to finish the job. I couldn't.
1: Look, man, I'm sorry your brother's dead, but he brought that on
4: himself. (laughs) You think I didn't know that? The little bastard got what was coming to him. I probably would have shot him too. Then why?
1: Why go to all this trouble of trying to kill us? Why do any of this?
0: (laughs) Ha! With cold eyes, Simon laughs at Wolf's question. Mocking laughter soon the only thing that Wolf can hear, and the grip around his pistol tightens in frustration and anger. Before he can raise his pistol, a single shot rings out.
1: Why? Why do all that if he would have done the same thing? I just don't get it.
0: Mr. Clean steps up beside his friend, and the barrel of his pistol still smoking from the shot ended the life of Simon. Principal. What? It was principal.
2: We killed Felix, so he needed to kill us. Balance the ledger, so to speak.
0: But that's insane. Mr. Clean shrugs at the comment and turns leaving the dead body of Simon behind. Come on, this isn't over yet. We got one more grave to fill. Clean, wait. Mr. Clean stops at the entrance to the offices. His back still turned to his partner. Moment passes and Wolf steps forward.
1: Look, man. We don't need to kill him.
2: I don't believe I heard you correctly. Want to run that by me one more time? We don't have to kill him. Oh, now I know you're fragging crazy. Look. Look. Just hear me out. No, goddammit! That fragging girl got to you. She begged you not to kill her pappy, and because of that damn soft spot of yours, you're willing to risk our lives. Look, she's worried about her
1: dad. Come on, she gave us this information on Simon, and I think we can trust her. You
2: can't trust people just because they have a sob story. The world is not a fragging daycare. And it's not a prison either, clean
0: The two friends glare at one another for a long moment before either speaks again. When one does, it's Mr. Clean.
2: You're an adult. Do what you want. I'm not the one who has to worry about him tracking me down again. But if he
1: comes back at us again- If that happens, I'll put a bullet in his head myself.
2: Fine.
0: The pair return to Enzo and the other runners. They have Spectre cornered in the office of the next warehouse over. Before entering, a car pulls to the stop and a small, thin girl with long, matted red hair steps out. She waits with Mr. Clean as Wolf enters the warehouse to negotiate.
1: Spectre! It's Wolf! What do you say we parlay? Parlay? What
3: are we, pirates? Well,
1: I mean... Kind of. I mean... In a sense... Okay, look! Simon... Your employer? He's dead. All your men? Well, they're dead too. Sorry, I couldn't stop
3: clean there. He has a thing for making examples of people who try to kill him. Then why are you even talking to me? I'm the leader of this little hit squad, remember? Why hasn't he come through these doors, guns blazing? Well... It's because I'm sticking my neck out here.
1: Your daughter called us. She doesn't really want to lose her dad.
3: My daughter? Oh... She She's not my daughter. All I did was keep a tribe of idiots from burning her at the stake. She's one of those uh, tech romancers. And I scared the locals to cut her free. She's just followed me around like a lonely puppy ever since. She's not my daughter. She's, she's just an asset to be used. A valuable asset. But only that.
1: Yeah, well I think she thinks a bit more highly of you than that. She's paid me to try and keep my partner from killing
3: you. So I guess if I don't take this chance, I'll be looking the gift horse in the mouth, huh? Something like that. Well, hell, if he's not going to shoot me when I walk out that door, then fine. I'll pretend to thank my daughter, and I'll get out of here. But just so you know, you're making a big mistake. So everyone keeps telling me.
0: Spectre and Wolf leave the warehouse and walk outside. Spectre is disarmed, and Mr. Clean is visibly uncomfortable letting him get into the car with Cypher and leaving. As they drive away, the Shadow Runners get into their car and drive back to their hideout. Along, with, along the way, Wolf is bothered by something that's been nagging at him for several days. Hey.
1: How did you know that Spectre was coming for us that night? The windows to the shop are too high for you to see out. How did you know they were coming?
2: Simon called me. I don't know how I got my number, but I got a call. He called you? Yeah, while you were working on the board, I stepped out to take the call. Showed up as an old contact of mine, someone I thought had gone off the grid.
4: Hello? Who is this? Mr. Clean, five years I've looked for you and your friends, and tonight I will be getting justice. Who is
2: this? How did you get this number?
4: Neither of those questions matter. The only thing that you need to know is that Felix Rest easy now. Oh,
2: don't call this number again.
4: Don't worry. I won't have to. After they're done with you.
2: Oh, Drek, guns up, guns up! That's all I knew at the time. He never gave me his name, but that little comment told me somebody was coming. If he hadn't called the gloat, we'd probably be dead. Scratch that. We would be dead.
1: But he mentioned Felix, and you didn't think to bring that up?
2: I was more concerned with the Mercs than finding out who hired him.
0: The pair drop off their fellow runners, and they all split up and go their separate ways. Wolf drives Carlos and Sin back to their garage apartment in Southern Touristville, enjoying a peaceful night's sleep for the first time in days. Mr. Clean drives back to his home in Tacoma and comes to find his girlfriend, Lisa, on the couch having fallen asleep watching Tritium. Cypher uneasily drives Spectre to a street dock she had found earlier, and she sits in the waiting room worried about a father who doesn't love her back. Through it all, the rain continues to fall on Seattle, and the sun rises and a new day begins. But here marks the end of another day in the life of a deniable asset.